I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The FT. The Wagner and Britain anniversaries alone would have made 2013 a humdinger of a year for classical music. With the rite of spring centenary on top of that, the cup runs over. Last Wednesday was exactly 100 years since the rowdy premiere of Stravinsky's Ballet in Paris. Tastes have evolved since then, and as the writer Philip Henscher reported recently, the rite of spring is now so mainstream that he's even heard it playing in the sandwich chain Pret-à-Manger. There's nothing wrong, I suppose, about Stravinsky ending up on a corporate compilation album, or that the spine-tingling bassoon opening that once moved Parisians to hissing and derision should now be moving BLTs instead. Even so, the respect that time confers on the past, simply for being the past, can often slip into banality and later even into parody. The comedian David Mitchell once commented how violent past upheavals, think of Vikings raping and pillaging, eventually become reduced to knockabout fun. I can officially reveal, he ruefully quipped, that the First World War is due to go hilarious in 2040. Well, hilarious it isn't, not yet. But I can't help feeling that 1913, that last complete year before the war that slaughtered more than 15 million people, may be well on its way to becoming a version of Downton Abbey in many people's minds. Even before the ITV series, there was always a peculiarly English perception of that Edwardian calm before the storm, coloured by the closing line of Philip Larkin's lovely but sentimental poem, Never such innocence again. In Vienna, 100 years ago, Freud had finished writing Totem and Taboo, streets away from where Schoenberg and Berg were being booed for their atonal experiments. Now fast forward to the audience furrowing its brow at Berg's atonal Watzeg at the English National Opera in London just last month. For better or worse, our sense of ourselves has largely come through the prism of the unconscious, even if many of us have never actually read a word of Freud. Never such innocence. The cultural legacy of 1913 has never stopped perturbing and perplexing us. Vienna in 1913 has some curious parallels with my own adoptive country, Spain. In The World of Yesterday, Stefan Zweig's elegy to pre-war Vienna, he describes how a cultured and otherwise open-minded society distrusted anyone young and innovative. As Zweig writes, such a society will have one of two effects on the young. It will either paralyse or stimulate them. Well, since 2010, Spain's state-funded scientific research programmes have been slashed and scientists, many in their 30s, are emigrating at an alarming rate. While austerity, rather than Viennese distrust, is causing the brain drain, many young researchers are questioning how seriously their country values their skills. In a country weary of cuts, the sense of lost expertise is causing a palpable sense of anger. This is partly because science in Spain forms part of a deep cultural debate going back to 1911. This was when the philosopher Miguel de Unamuno 
uttered his famous phrase justifying Spain's aloofness from science, que inventen ellos, meaning, roughly, let other countries do the inventing. Although Unamuno could never have envisaged it, his words resounded over the sterile wastes of the later Franco dictatorship, during which many scientists were exiled. They resonated, too, in the recent boom years, during which progress towards an innovation culture was, in the end, sacrificed to the property bubble. Like Zweig's angry, driven Viennese youth, today's Spanish scientists, consciously or otherwise, reflect a culture war that is more than a century old. Zweig has a special resonance for one Spaniard currently working in Germany, then a very different category from the huge numbers of young Spanish emigres arriving in German cities. At 83, Cristobal Halfter is Spain's most significant contemporary composer, and his powerful new opera, Schachnovela, now running at the Kiel Opera House, is based on Zweig's novella of that name. Zweig has his detractors, of course, and an uncompromisingly contemporary opera based on one of his works may sound like some people's idea of hell. Reading Schachnovela, though, I wondered why no one else had thought of turning it into an opera before. Chess, in novels, usually makes me want to cry with boredom, but Zweig sidesteps the technicalities, creating a taut plot full of suggestive symbols that are never quite spelt out. Speaking to me from Kiel, where Schachnovela will run throughout this month, Halfter talked about the game of chess in the novel as a metaphor for the value of culture. Halfter's music may be difficult, but the score, with its unsettling textures partly created by an electric piano, is exhilarating. I have changed the plot a bit, Halfter told me. In Zweig's version, a Dr. B is held in Nazi captivity for months, where his only stimulation is working his way through a book of chess games, an experience which devastatingly splinters his personality. In the original story, Halfter explains, Dr. B continues into exile, but in my opera he returns to Europe to the room where he was held prisoner. The window is open now, and there is a shelf full of books, one of which is Zweig's novel itself. All through this summer, the drain of talent from southern Europe will continue. Unlike Halfter's reimagined Dr. B, many will never properly return. Exile, though, has its consolations, not least as an incentive to invent to the best of one's abilities. As Zweig put it, the homeless, more than anyone, are free in a new way. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts.